Welcome to the Tons and Dots Show, Chapalito. I am El Lobo Negron, and I'm here with my co-host, El Veto Jalapeno. What does that mean? I guess you're the white jalapeno today. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose so. The white (laughs) jalapeno. Fuck, have you already started recording, have you, though? Fuck yeah. Yeah, I wasn't even paying attention. This is the Cones and Doe Show. You're happy with being the white jalapeno, yeah? I think well, I'm the black wolf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a I might, be, might be getting my Spanish wrong, but fuck. That's what we'll say it is anyway. Why am I a jalapeno, though? A jalapeno? No, spicy and got that nice penis shape. Sorry? A nice what? Peño shape. <laughs> Peño? That's a... But uh, yes, this is this is us here at the Cones of Dosha. She's always pointing towards the sun. <laughs> yeah, it's a sundial. They should have called you Randy. My Randy. Because you're always pointing towards the sun. Mm, I'm Randy. This is my wife, Fanny. We're swingers. <laughs> so what's been happening over here? Nada, I yeah. say. Yeah, it's been a... Oh, I guess we did watch Blood In, Blood Out recently. That's probably why I can't get this um, Espanol out of my own equation. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Can you speak any Espanol or... Uh, or just fake Espanol? Como esta usted? Huh? I don't know. Como esta usted? <laughs> how are you? Usted is, uh, is the um, the formal, I think. Mm. So I think you sound douchey when you say the usted thing. So yeah, you got to learn. You got to learn how to do those. Those other languages are a bit weird about that, like about with how they've got the separate feminine and like yeah. masculine ones. Even German is a bit cracked like that. Mm. Yeah. Like I think I read recently, and forgive me if I'm wrong, but the actual name. You know how the name of Italy is actually like Italia, or the name of Germany is actually like Deutschland. Deutschland. Yeah. I think I read that. Like people call for, in France, they call it La France. Like the France? Yeah, like the France. Sort of thing. <laughs> which, That's which, so French. <laughs> yeah, which, which is pretty awesome as well. But uh, yeah, the things I suppose that I get confused. Oh, it is the United States of America, isn't it? I don't think so. It's USA, not TUSA. <laughs> um, Barack, as president of United States of America. Um <laughs> Yeah, but I, I'd get confused with all that. Yeah, the feminine and the formal things. You could get that wrong so easily as well, too. Totally. I just prefer it here where you just use, like, bro, and that solves both the kind of the class and formality questions and the gender problem. Well, on on that movie, how did you uh, how did you feel about Bound by Honor, Bound- a.k.a. Blood In, Blood Out? Yeah, you described it to me as sort of a, an East L.A. kind of godfather, and I suppose it is, and it was, it was pretty intense. Um, it certainly helped me rediscover my Chicano roots a little bit. Uh, but <laughs> you know how there's certain things that, you know, scare people in movies, like where they watch horror movies or there's little kids and often like fantastical, like Pan's Labyrinth type creatures can be really like, you know, in their formative little brains, it's really quite <laughs> terrifying because it, it, it goes to what they really fear as kids, like the unknown and stuff. Yeah. Like as an older guy and everything, I got to say that, you know, that doesn't happen as much, but going straight into San Quentin and having a guy befriend you and then push you into a cell, pull a knife and say, I'm going to rape you while pushing into the corner. That's about as scary as it can sort of get. So. <laughs> and to have him look like that actor that played Popeye as well. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like, he's so big that it's almost like he could do that to you, but he also looks like this giant, like teddy bear, just mm, douchebag yeah. guy as well. So you'd yeah. be like, damn it. Like you'd be like, so double fucked by yeah. it. Like, like just an adult Mexican raped by yeah. this fucking <laughs> loser. So you think you would like have different feelings about the rape, depending on the guy that raped you in prison. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? I'd be, I'd be upset at myself as well. Yeah. If it was that kind of guy, but damn, I shouldn't have got into any situation with that fucking guy. Well, would you prefer it if he was like a more desirable guy or like a, a kind of grottier guy? I would not prefer it. Yeah. No, but, you, but you, you just said that when it was happening, you'd be like, oh, no, I can't believe it. Like you'd be... It'd add this other little mental twist to it, I guess, but yeah. So you're into dudes and stuff? Or like, like, I don't know. No, I mean, it'd be... 
<laughs> it fucks shit up in this extra way. Sort of um, getting taken down by this guy who you'd sort of be booing on stage as this like failed stand-up. Oh, he's just got this weird look to him, the yeah. guy that plays that character. Yeah, you'd rather get taken down by a pretty boy. You'd, like, you'd think that you could beat the shit out of him, but he is pretty huge, isn't he? Well, that's the thing. It's all about... And he's got this knife in your face. So. Yeah, he's got this dirty little knife as well, which I doubt he's sterilized. But I did hear a, a prison... Like, this guy, stand-up comedian, ironically, George Perez, was mm. on uh, Joe Rogan recently, and he was talking about prison shit, and it was sort of... It was weird. Like, I, get, I guess it does totally happen, but from this guy's perspective and from what he experienced in a few different levels of jail... Sure. Um, on, like, a... I think it was only like a two-year sentence or something of a bit of a bigger one. Sure. And it was potentially like an eight-year one for like assault or something. All right. Um, and he said like, that shit doesn't go on in there. Like, fuck, I'll bite a motherfucker and all this kind of shit. And they reckon like at a certain level, like in county and shit like that, weird shit like goes on a bit. But once you get into that sort of prison shit, it's like rules is rules and all this shit. Yeah. Like, but I don't know. It just seems like maybe that could be your personal experience as well, you know? Yeah. Jail's a big place these days. I've heard that the poorly managed... I've heard that county... If you're in the county lockup, it might not be as bad. And I think the federal prisons have a bit more, like, oversight. But I think, like, budget-stretched state kind of prisons, at least in America and shit, like, if you get to San Quentin or whatever, they're mad over capacity and, like, underfunded and shit. And that's where that, that's where that stuff goes down. But I prefer to keep it, like... The warden I read in an article recently about a, a jail in Louisiana, a private jail. The journalist for The Nation, a progressive magazine, actually went and got like this heaps low-paying casual job as a security guard <laughs> and wrote about it. And as the warden says in there, I got three rules. No fighting, no fucking, and no jerking off. <laughs> and I suppose, yeah, you're not allowed to jerk off. Because that's what they probably do. If you do. got a celly, it's a bit weird, yeah. No, but I mean, even if he's down with it, like if you're like, oh, I'm just going to jerk off and they're like, that's cool, man. You do your thing or whatever. <laughs> you know, you give him a few of your mum's like little cupcakes that she sends you or whatever to, to look the other way while you have a beat. But I think it's more that the wardens, they, they, they crack down on that stuff. And I, I suppose that's part. Of, it's either part of the punishment or it's to maintain order. Maybe they think that it'll just become a, a free for all. I don't know if that might backfire. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe that's why it happens. So. So this is the Cones of Dosho. This is our, our prison rape podcast. <laughs> hey. I've been wanting to watch um, 60 Days in Jail. But yeah. I haven't... Apparently they're getting onto their second season. Yeah. Where they just dump random people in jail for 60 days. Yeah, I was watching some Foxtel the other day and saw the ad for it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty disgusting. Like the whole concept of the show is sort of disgusting. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? Well, I don't know. It's just a kind of disgusting topic. So we'll, we'll try and get off it. Hey, you know SIDS? Like Southern... Inf Southern infant death syndrome or whatever oh cool let's change to that yeah. yeah i just had an epiphany the other day i remember hearing about it as a kid and there was sort of this weird tone about the way it was discussed as a public health issue and is it because it's actually just like mums killing their kids but like that's people don't want to really admit it like everyone sort of knows what that's it that is that's what it is i reckon you could do some sort of um david fincher movie about it yeah Oh, it would just be sort of... I don't know. More of an M. Night Shyamalan, yeah, I agree. Yeah, well, I agree. It's funny you should say that, because the first, <laughs> the first thing that came to mind is in The Sixth Sense, where the mum is making her the little kid sick. and like, Munchausen's by proxy. Yeah, by proxy, and that's the only time I really see that shit in the movies. I guess I guess movie-going audiences don't oh, really like hearing that. Oh, was that, that was the girl of the OC, wasn't it? Oh, Misha Barton. I think it might have been. Oh, yeah, she was, and she was, yeah, hiding in that weird little blanket fort and stuff, yeah. Mm. yeah she came back because her mum was making her sick and then her mum got super exposed and stuff yeah you don't see that much but I fucking tight ass lock a memory for the sniz <laughs> sniz how old how old was she in that movie <laughs> don't get how old were we when that movie came yeah that's true yeah 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 that's fair enough I mean you know you're allowed to have a crush on Alyssa Milano in Commando if you were two years old at the time you know? fuck I had a crush on Alyssa Milano in Commando last week <laughs> I actually I, I did watch that a, a week or two ago right? <laughs> oh really okay. and um fuck when I was watching it I even mentioned to M-Bomb recently I think that mm -hmm. I was going to tell you but um yeah it's really weird how movies change like that when you watch them like you know when when either time passes or you just watch it again the next day it's just weird how shit can just be different every time you watch it mm -hmm. it gets mentioned in 12 Monkeys in this quite poignant scene but the point with Commando was that 
it's maybe not the best example for me because it's not one of the ones I actually watched when I was a kid. But with those types of movies, mm-hmm. it's like at the time as a kid, it was like this crazy action movie adventure. Mm. Oh, you're so into it, like sort of role playing in your head that you're an army dude in Predator yeah, right. or something. So impressionable and shit, yeah. And when I watched Commando two weeks ago, yeah. it was like laugh out loud, a stand up comedy. It was mm. like, it was such a hilarious movie and it was great and I was enjoying it and all the action and shit as well. But like, fuck Bennett was just like so fucking hilarious yeah well that's how I mean I guess a lot of people do it it must have been deliberate it's just I was missing all the humour as a child just being blown away by the yeah it's hard to I mean high stakes and explosions (laughs) and all this shit and it's just like haha that's just part of the deal when you're fucking kicking ass you know yeah I mean it's so when you watch it it almost seems out of place the the Mm. level of crazy of Bennett in that movie yeah it's so campy but it sort of makes it threatening and that that vibe was everywhere at the time in the eighties, right? That super kind of Reagan fucking kill 'em all kind of reactionary action movie. So you gotta have you gotta do something to like separate yourself from the pack and stuff, I guess so you have to get a super crazy bad guy or whatever, you know? Put that knife away and shut your fucking mouth. Mm. <laughs> I do like a few Australian bad guys, but uh yeah, I suppose so. So Sids, what do you think? I think, yeah, David, right. David Fincher could do the expose movie, maybe. So not a documentary, but as a sort of... A David, <laughs> An artistic piece, yeah. A David Fincher movie exposing Sid. That's fucking ridiculous. Um, I'd rather get Michael Moore to do it. <laughs> or maybe the Super Size Me guy. <laughs> I don't know. I reckon if the Super Size Me guy did it, there'd be a couple of dead kids in the movie. That moustache of his does look a bit sus, I guess. Yeah, anyway, I thought that was funny. I mean, maybe. So, you know, if you if you want, write into us if you're like, you know, a prison rapist or a mother, because we're not very informed on these sort of issues, and I know it can be. I've got a friend we could maybe interview sometime on the issue. But... Yeah, Black Mac, you keep saying that we'll get him on here, but we never, we never do. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hook you up with his Skype, and maybe you can do the interview sometime. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, did you, um, I'm not sure that, uh, it's weird with vitamins and shit as well, because you've got to sort of be conscious of when you've taken them and then like the next day and to see if anything's changed. But mm. did you, um, like did you fuck a hole in the wall after you took ZMA a couple of weeks ago? Or? Uh, no, I didn't stop by the truck stop that night, actually. <laughs> I've been there a bit too much recently. <laughs> no, the day after. Like no. you had it that night and then the next day you were just like, oh, God damn it. Just sort of banging your boner against the door of the cubicle at work. Like, ah, just go away, just go away. No, I put it through the hole. <laughs> you said fuck off, fuck That's off. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, right. um, no, I didn't actually particularly notice that. But yeah, that's what I mean. You sort of got to be conscious of it as well. But yeah. Fuck, if you did, if you did jerk off, you probably hurt your hand that day. <laughs> So what was it you gave me? I, to be honest, I don't remember, and I'll just if you give me like, uh, ZMA, if you give me zinc, pills magnesium, in my hand, I'll swallow and them. Yeah. vitamin B six or some shit. And okay. you take it at night, and you're not like like pretty empty stomach just before you go to bed and stuff. And what does it supposedly do? Uh, boost your testosterone overnight. All right, okay, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, because we've all got low T, right? What do you reckon? What do you reckon's causing the low testosterone epidemic? Uh, just all this couch chilling and so much. Uh, so much cucking. Yeah. There was a... <laughs> cuckocracy we live in. Um, there was a fucking study I read the other day saying that uh, millennials, they did research and they have weaker handshakes than their father's generation. That does not surprise that me. That doesn't surprise me at all and shit, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, you well, know... we got way tighter assholes. What do you attribute that to? I don't know. I guess I was going for the metaphor. You got me now that you're taking it all serious. Oh, so, okay, you didn't. Okay. so it's a, Yeah, but even as a metaphoric level, what do you mean by that? We're just tight asses or, or like clenched, clenched through fear or what? I mean... Just self-obsessed. Oh, just tight and low to you. I don't need to be big. I can just jerk off in the mirror and pretend. Mm. <laughs> I don't need to be big. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean, big? Big hair? It's got like reverse fucking. What's that dysmorphia one for dudes or whatever? I've got like the reverse where you're like 60 kilos and I'm like, I'm massive. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually. I've actually. I've got the intellectual version of that, I think. Um, 
but no, I'm just a... But I think that's it, though. Yeah, we've, like, lived such a protected sort of life as mm. this few generations after the war. Sure, absolutely. And it's got to be all the processed food and everything we eat and shit, right? Yeah, plastic in the bottles. Oh, so much, so much fucking plastic. Chemtrails in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't turn everywhere, fuck. Sharks in the water. Semen in the pussy. Um... So that's the yeah. circle of life sorry i'm just I, it is an interesting question though what, what it does all come down to about that i mean it's all these sort of it's all these sort of things and i think that's why um the globalists are orchestrating world war three is just to toughen all the fucking all these little bitchy dudes up but how are they toughening them up they're weakening us <laughs> down are they no they'll bring back the draft for sure i don't think that's going to work i was thinking about that the <laughs> other day because it's like it's weird. You've got this polarity, obviously, like you, like we look around it at, at the rest of our generation and ourselves and are disgusted. And um, you sort of compare, okay, like I suppose let's take the opposite to that as like, you know, and I know it's an ideal and a myth, but like the Anzac diggers and shit, right? These good, these good fucking farm boy kind of, you know, good looking Australian guys kind of thing getting called up for king and country and, and, you know, fighting for it. And, you know, there's a certain romance in there, but it's also like tragically ridiculous and disgusting crime of like just wasting like the best generation to go and die on a fucking field for nothing right yeah. so you need a happy medium and shit and i don't know maybe they got that for a little bit in the 50s and 60s you know between that old sort of doggy dog fucking super where it's all like you know duty and honor and fucking just dealing with the tragedy that life has to this kind of like you know entitled Wafest kindergarten maybe, maybe in like the midwest or somewhere like really in the middle of america or something i think here as well in australia in the future but when when we all like scared like as much as it was this brilliant time isn't it like you're all scared of like nuclear annihilation and all the shit as well yeah it's it's i mean it was, it was funny about that bill bryson the author i like wrote about that about his childhood in iowa in the 50s and it was it was just such a booming time that he said it was there was this weird dichotomy between everyone a rapid increase in material progress, you know, you know, prosperity and uh, a broadening of it to a huge amount of people. The economy is growing, new technology is growing, and then the Cold War, like atomic stuff. And there was this weird morbid fear and fascination with it. So while they were all concerned about nuclear war, it was also like, oh, we're going to have like nuclear cars to drive around in and shit like that. <laughs> um, so I suppose that shit's a bit more abstract, you know, when the economy is doing well and everything's fine. Whereas, you know, when you know, prospects aren't as good and opportunities are contracting, then even smaller things can start to kind of, you know. So there you go, ISIS. All you need to do is start a space program and start building some cool technology and shit. And people won't just want you to fucking fall off the face of the earth. An ISIS space program, huh? Is that, what? That's because Allah lives on the moon or whatever, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, that shit's fucking haram, dude. Chill out. Um, haram? Yeah. Harambe? No, haram means forbidden. Haram. I can't do it properly. Haram. <laughs> These kufar are haram. A kufar is a non-believer, I think. Like you and me. Is dicks out for harambe like a body positivity thing in the way that free the nipple was? Like, oh, just get your cock out. Like, because, you know, I didn't, all cocks are different. And... I didn't quite... The Harambe phenomenon sort of passed me by. I don't quite... Yeah, I don't get it either. I don't understand. <laughs> it's probably some 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 racist Trump thing or whatever, I guess, now. But, uh, sorry, on that, that space note quickly, Um, China uh, put a space station up there a few years ago. And it's not manned anymore, but it was. And <laughs> they said uh, that next year it's going to be re-entering or whatever. And they're not sure where? They're not sure where. And, you know, they're... Some of the astronomers that they interviewed from, like, MIT and shit were like, oh, they've obviously had something go massively wrong. And, you know, because it wasn't meant to come down this early. But the Chinese press release was all like, oh, it's fulfilled its historic mission and shit like that. Like, just <laughs> writing that it's mad legit. But they reckon it'll have uh, six hours, maybe or so, before where you will find out where it actually is going to land. And most of it will burn up. But they said there will still be, like, bits, the sort of size of a 100-kilo engine block kind of coming through that could land anywhere. And that would probably hurt if it... Hitch on, hitch on the noggin, huh? Uh, well, I guess we'll find out if the space station was real as well, if shit actually starts falling out of the sky. It'd be cool to make a... I'll know that shit was fake as well. <laughs> oh, this is your thing. You reckon all the Chinese space stuff is fake or whatever, right? I don't know about all of it, but fuck. 
some of the stuff they were trying to pass off as real when they were doing their lunar fucking satellite orbits and shit. It was yeah. like, yeah, that's a that's a pretty weak 3D model. <laughs> like, are you kidding? Yeah, they, they're a bit... I thought... like not, not even 3D, like, real model, like, computer model and obviously animated kind oh. of thing. Like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, that's real. They are good at that shit. In the seven, <laughs> in the seventies, they had an earthquake. It's like one of those. Is it Korean or Thailand? The news fucking things. Oh, was Taiwan. Real is yeah, that yeah. the news things? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, North Korea the other day. Apparently, I you know I don't actually re- like most of us. I don't actually read news articles anymore. You kind of flick past the headline or whatever and hope that you got it right. Um, <laughs> it was North Korea. There was something they accidentally leaked, or it was leaked somehow that they they've only got twenty eight websites in the country. Oh uh, yeah, I did hear that. That's fucked up. Which is, you know, it's kind of cool. It's sort of the one place that you can go to get away from a, you know, fucking this this globalist agenda. Like in Havana's going to have a fucking McDonald's in it before the end of next year, in, <laughs> in Cuba and everything. And you know, even when you're getting hacked to death in the Congo and shit, they've still probably got iPhones and or at least like some old like Bugs Bunny kind of Goodwill T-shirt and stuff. North Korea is probably the last like real you know traditional society you can go to. It's very streamlined internet. I bet you it works really fast. Yeah, probably. Yeah. To get on. I wonder what those 28 websites are. What do you reckon they're just jammed full of everyone on there? Oh, no. I would say that very, <laughs> very few people are able to get there. But um, I did th- read a thing recently that uh, supposedly there is more kind of technology filtering into the country. Like people have clandestine smartphones and shit, especially near the South Korean border, whereas they uh, you know, might not have used to. So information is trickling in a little bit more. But, uh, That's pretty cool. So it's only sort of a matter of time, but that'll be interesting anyway. But yeah, there you go. North Korea sorted. Yeah, those tested in nuke lately, didn't they? Yeah. Everyone had a go at them for violating the nuclear test ban. It was the biggest one they've set off and like the fifth or something. Especially Japan doesn't really like it. It seems a bit naughty. Oh, well, you got to have someone to stand up to the bully and shit, I guess. So. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that when I was younger. I didn't know that um, when you met someone, if you had a hyphenated name, that it just meant your mum was crazy. <laughs> I wish I'd known that when I was a kid. I wouldn't have been like, oh, it's a long name and shit. I just been like, uh. Uh-uh. I don't think you can infer. That's not fair. <laughs> That's not infer for that because the crazy mums can also just keep their own name. Hmm? The crazy mums also just keep their own name. So unless you know both that. that. Yeah, that's like a sleeper cell. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. That seems more compromising to me than a woman who keeps her own name, you know? It's like doing... It's like doing 50-50 with the laundry and the, the washing up and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. What are you going to do about it? I noticed the Chinese, the Chinese don't, I found out recently. They don't. They don't split the laundry in dishes. No, they all do laundry. Um, <laughs> but, but, um, they, they don't, the, the woman doesn't take the man's name. And no, it's just not traditional at all. Yeah. They just, they just keep their own, their own name. I, I don't know any more about it. Do the kids name. take the dad's or mum's name? I think they take the dads, but I'm pretty sure I've seen quite a number of times that they seem to have a completely different name. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Which is cool, and uh, I know the Sri Lankan names and shit like that get pretty crazy because they add all that stuff together. Yeah, a hyphenated name. I mean, I yeah. That's really. It's not so much to me. It's like, more of a Western thing. Okay, yeah. Crazy Western chicks. Yeah. But I don't think it's even the chick. The chicks. I think. I think it's more. <laughs> I think it's more of an. I don't know. It, see, I never thought of it like that. So you, the way you've made me think of it now is that the chick's like, "I'm keeping my own name," and the dude's like, "Oh no, you're not." And this is the, <laughs> this is the compromise solution or whatever, right? <laughs> is, is, is That's that, not going to make you happy. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. So this is yeah. It's yeah. a it's a it's nothing to do with. I'd say it doesn't indicate a crazy, crazy kind of mum. It indicates that your parents are pretty status-obsessed and more concerned with their own image than you as a child <laughs> and your well-being. Um, but maybe not. I don't, I don't know. That's pretty judgmental of me, too. 
I thought it, I'm not sure where I can use it exactly, but I thought it probably the perfect, like, little comedy piece. Uh, like, you know, a little splice of comedy, right? What's, what's a splice? There's so many forms. Of yeah, I'm not sure. Yet. I'm not sure if it's complete yet, but, you know. It's basically, um, it's what the the old Italians used to say back in the day, you know? Mm-hmm. Hey, spaghetti about it. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> you fucking juxtapussy. <laughs> uh, sorry, Casper Van Goldberg. Oh, fuck. Oh, that joke actually makes me feel quite ravi altered. <laughs> Did you copy pasta that from somewhere? Shit. <laughs> you shouldn't have to tortellini on tired old tropes like that, you know? Fuck. Hey, spaghetti about <laughs> it. So good it's worth it doing twice. <laughs> just to like your mama. <laughs> no, you don't say that about people's mums in fucking Italy. Fuck. Italy just looks- If you don't say that about people's mums in Italy, you get slapped. Oh, yeah, that's how it works. Like, oh, mama! You're so sexy. <laughs> yeah, that was a traditional mafioso greeting. <laughs> Your mother, she's so attractive. <laughs> um, Italy just legalized public masturbation, too. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No shit. Apparently. Do you have to have a cloth over your dick, sort of like those French people eating those delicate birds or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> that, was an, that was an American dad joke, wasn't it? No, that's a real they thing. They actually yeah, really yeah. do it, really? That not. decadent fucking bird thing, yeah. So they actually keep the cloth over it when I'm they do sure. it. I'm pretty sure. Fuck. Fuck, unless I just, yeah. I thought it was unless just... Unless I'm just so obsessed. Where he got that bird where he watched the Barbara... Sa- the Barbara Streisand does Celine Dion yeah. thing. Yeah. He got the thing. But <laughs> I if, thought that was real. Fuck, real. yeah. No, yeah. I thought it, I thought that wanking off the horse thing was real or whatever, but that was just for, <laughs> that was for American Dad. They get you pretty good. Um, but I don't know. what is. It's got to be a pretty fine line about at the point when an Italian is masturbating sort of thing because in a way you know it's a very expressive sort of society and everything you know well is nudity outlawed still but masturbation's okay so is it under the pants masturbating or I don't know but is it like you know the old, eh, like you see a, a sex, sexy chica or whatever on the street and you grab your crotch and shit and like you know comb your hair or whatever that's just a greeting though just like hey mamma mia that's just, that's just, just shake the fucking whole package shake and the whole package and shit it's appreciation yeah so I guess masturbation is not too far from just saying hi in Italy. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose so. Yeah, it's hard to tell. You look so good. You look good. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't, know, I didn't know anything more about it than that. But um, I, yeah, I know that I'm not sure if it's here, but in, in Britain, I think that like cottaging, like gays meeting up, it's sort of semi-designated like public areas for fucking, you know, whatever, to meet and greet and stuff is... is is pretty legal. <laughs> yeah, but trespass is pretty legal in England too. It's cool. How so? Like it's not criminal. Yeah, you can walk across people's fields and shit. <laughs> I've got ramblers rats over this field. <laughs> Whereas go- in America, I'm a go dog me chav in this field. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. You're like the pikey out of snatch. <laughs> Picked up at kebab shop. Oh, here was, here was what I wrote down about Commando. All right, go on. Commando yeah. is a feel-good comedy. Uh, so I don't think that went over as well with m <laughs> He takes it pretty seriously? Or well, what? no, that's just not entirely accurate, the way that statement comes in. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's I think co- we expressed it better earlier. It's sort of a fucking little... It's just a fantasy that appeals to the moronic part of the male brain, right? <laughs> and that's not to say that you have to be a moron to enjoy it. But it's just that moronic sort of part of the brain. Yeah. Yeah. In the not same to way, say it wouldn't have gone down in uh, history and all that kind of stuff. Just not to that level. Yeah, it's like a crazy fantasy. Well, Reagan, as we know, who was a Hollywood actor... Um, Later on, apparently in his second term, he sort of started suffering from a bit more dementia and stuff like that, like undiagnosed. But he'd sort of talk to people about like, oh, when I was in the war in World War Two and telling stories like he wasn't in World War Two because he was making war movies in Hollywood. <laughs> but talking to people like he was over there, like when I was in the service and shit. Fuck. 
Fuck. So movies sort brains of... Brains are hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, brains are hard. <laughs> brains are hardcore. And one brain... No, you're a monkey now. Yeah. Well, okay, I suppose. No, I'll mention that in a second. Your brain could just, like, flip on you. Fuck you up. <laughs> Is there a fine line where that happens, you think, or...? <laughs> I'm not sure it's that fine. Well, this is what I think one of the sort of frightening things about getting older, not frightening, but that you have to learn with is that a lot of the categories and sortings and, you know, sort of the official structure of life and society and things that happen that you sort of took for granted might not be as solid as you thought and stuff, you know, like, you know, all these all these mental illnesses, right? Like the National Union of Students in Britain did a survey. I read this the other day. I think three years ago, they did like incoming freshmen and asked how many of them suffer from a mental illness. And it was something like 25%. And they did it last year and it was something like 75. <laughs> so obviously the definitions of that are just being fucking expanded yeah. to facilitate sort of, you know. Pharmaceuticals. Well, not <laughs> not only ph pharmaceuticals, but sort of the crazy sort of the crazy ideology that liberalism has become in the past few years and shit, you know? The special snowflake identity, this and that, right? Well, yeah, you've got to find a way to be happy and might end up being drugs if you end up being a feminist or but, something. <laughs> but I don't think it's just... I see what you mean, and I, don't get me wrong, that's definitely a big part of it and stuff, but it's not even about, about the drugs. I mean... It's, you know what I mean? It's like they've got to take the edge off somehow because otherwise they're just raging and they just cannot get the dick. Um, I think it's even, it's even more. Or don't even want the dick. It's it, like, yeah, oh, that's, the hormones. Hormones have got all fucked up. This is what I'm saying. That it's more fundamentally about sort of the the ego as well, and especially with the internet and stuff, has helped facilitate crazy new ways of sort of main mainlining dopamine into your into your brain through this sort of stuff, like through outrage or yeah. victimology and stuff like that. Because uh, if there's on the one hand, I think it was sort of fucking Rogan again, but. There was, um, and I think it's secondhand from him, so this can complete complete bullshit. Mm. But uh, single mums or whatever, when they end up on their own compared to when they're in a relationship with, like, a married relationship, mm. end up getting higher levels of testosterone, right? Because yeah. they're like out fending for themselves and doing all yeah, this shit, yeah. right? Yeah. So imagine the shit that could happen when you end up being these crazy blue hair body positive orca fat you know just nuts it, bitches or whatever it must be actually fucking with your hormones and shit so bad but we went we did the, we looked at the male equivalent of that a second ago which i suppose is the same thing right so maybe that maybe the the globalist pos agenda is right they've just recognized that we are sort of becoming this androgynous sort of thing <laughs> maybe it's for our own fucking good Fuck. but through mental illness <laughs> yeah through fucking this it's probably wi-fi is just giving everyone a disease yeah yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> i thought about that the other it could be the wi-fi and stuff but no i, I mean it, it makes sense i think truthfully and this is maybe truthful what it comes down to all this shit is in a world that's sort of where the old old bonds have dissipated you know whatever sort of individualism is enshrined uh, individuals have become atomized technology social avenues are yeah, less physical yep the scale of society is growing up then people feel feel sort of adrift um and at the mercy of things and you know you want to have sort of an identity to do that and you know if you, you sort of want to have shit to blame stuff on and <laughs> you know i mean who was that? an old retired i forget who it was um american general or soldier said that war is the force that gives us meaning and in a really, really trite way, fucking, you know, unemployed, like, 20-year-old blue hairs and fucking fat people arguing on the internet on a Reddit thread is sort of the same thing, right? Into the breach once more, my friend. You know, this well, is the equivalent of it. The male equivalent in the, like, post-Civil War days or whatever, mm. for an American example, again, would be, like, the invention of football and shit like this. Yeah. You know, you can't go around ransacking and fucking just killing Indians and all this hectic shit as a young man anymore and you need a way to get this fucking shit out of your system so they invented these ways to smash each other but not kill each other and shit like but now that's been diverted to video games yeah yeah 
It's so less physical every time. We are just going to become these dirty amoeba blob things. Absolutely. It's fucking gross. Yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. I think a lot... I think Humans a lo- are gross. And I've been surprised by sort of whatever this thing that is happening around the Western world that is, but we don't even need to name. We all know what we're talking about, like this general backlash and stuff. And But it makes sense the more I see because it's not just even a matter of living standards or jobs. It's just that there's something sort of just disgusting and anti-human about the whole project, about the way that... All the media and all the the official message is the same. All of it's pushing it to be that, you know. And it makes me see how fucking Hitler got in, in a way, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not even trying to be funny and everything. That was it's up- like Becky. It's not hashtag kill all white men anymore. It's hashtag kill all humans. <laughs> They're fucking gross. <laughs> uh, Are yeah. you human? Oh my god. <laughs> I only hang out with cats. Mm. <laughs> Do you identify as cat or what? But, but I mean, look at it. Look at the My Little... I only found out today that the fucking My Little Pony fucking... Obviously, we all knew about it, but the actual fetish is called Clop. Like, I'm into... I'm into <laughs> clop, Clop, I'm, Clop. I'm into Clop and shit like that. Like, I've been looking at... Like, there was a site I found that sort of sort of links to... I something. guess clopping kind of sounds like... Um, kind of sounds like yeah. sex in a way. It's like yiffing with furries and stuff. And this is... This is the shit that you you see on online sometimes that makes me really worried because it's a merger, like you said about rather than inventing football or whatever. This is a real fucking hijacking and rediversion of people's brains, <laughs> and at this crazy fucking nexus of you know technology yeah. and fucking identity and yeah, the life. identity part is fucked up because mm. at least it was just teams before. <laughs> yeah, right. And now it's like, no, I am going to be the number one cyborg. Hmm. But I'm maybe going to have five dicks on my chest. I don't know. Maybe and a it, vagina on my elbow. <laughs> you know, you're not wrong and stuff. I mean, it's sort of. <laughs> I'd see that porn star. Oh. Should you actually do that though? But I think I think I'd just pay to watch. I wouldn't. Yeah, there's wouldn't also get involved. <laughs> too many dicks. Too many. Too, too many holes. Too many dicks. <laughs> but there's a misconception. I mean, you know, it's fun watching, it, looking at this shit, and there's sort of a morbid attraction, but it it sort of gives you the wrong impression of what's actually going on out there. Like, people are going and, you know, having families and mortgages and stuff. They're not all fucking... Yeah, and just hoarding gold and shit. Yeah, hoarding, hoarding gold <laughs> and fucking Pokemon or whatever, you know? But, <laughs> but uh, you know, so I suppose we'll see... Digging for Sang. Digging for Sang. Which I guess begs the question that... I wanted to bring this up for a while, but the plebiscite. The Liberal Party promised that they would introduce a plebiscite. Do you want to allow same-sex marriage or not? And they won the election, and it was fuffle over it will you vote yes or no for same-sex marriage uh just on the base level without delving into any intricacy of stupid marketing campaigns and don't all think about marketing shit. think about it just yes in your i own. would yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. just because like in that sense like there are people that seem genuinely happy together and i don't know i don't have a problem with it yeah i suppose so better like on a partner just not even like a family thing, just like the partners being able to marry and, you know, have that sort of trust in each other the same way other couples get to. Okay, all right. No, uh, yeah. You know? Yeah, okay. Because that, that law and voting on that has nothing to do with what they do after they get married, you know what I mean? What do you mean? Like a lot of the marketing and stuff's trying to bring kids into the mix and mm. about how motherless and fatherless families and all this kind of shit sure. to like play on people's fucking yeah insecurities or prejudices or whatever um but really but obviously it it's has- just about these fuckers getting married all those other things are going to have all these extra hurdles for them to adopting or having these pregnancies designed for them and all this kind of shit that's that's a whole other kettle of fish, mate. You I don't know? I don't believe that at all. I think that it's fucking. You think it's opening the door for all that? The shit? door's already been fucking opened. I mean, think about how twenty years ago, the idea of marriage equality was a pretty fringe position. Thirty years ago, no one was talking about it, and now if you know they're, they're campaigning that saying that oh we shouldn't have a plebiscite because to even pose the argument opposing that will encourage hateful and divisive rhetoric and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And given the stuff we've just been talking about, this is the slipperiest of soap. You don't think polygamy is going to be next? Uh, no. Polygamy is going to be the fucking... I already see, like, Huffington Post articles about it and shit. They've just opened a fucking website. 
No, I, I've, I've delved down that path as well, like, why it would be good to, like, to block something like that so that this shit doesn't happen, but that was my point, is that my decision is based solely on that posed question. It's not on anything sure. after. That's why I made no. it. That's why I made that point to you that way. Because, like, I'm not getting involved in whether they should or shouldn't have families, whether they should or shouldn't be able to have these sort of, like, concocted pregnancies and you know all these different things that are going to be afforded and if you can pay for them maybe it is a rad thing or something but then when it comes down to it being government money then should be people be allowed to vote on those sort of things it's like a whole fucking avenue of fucked up shit to talk about so but just on the marriage thing where it's like there's two dudes or Potentially two lesbians, but I've heard they don't exist from Milo. So, uh, yeah, they really. I are. think they are just fictional. But no, the fat ones do. But they're just like <laughs> they're just like room, they're just like roommates and stuff. Like it's pretty whatever. But um, it's just yeah, it's for a week or so. Okay, well I pu- I put it to you this, and but you know what I mean. No, no, I don't want to no, stop no, no, anyone no, no, no. from being happy. No, that's, that's the I agree. That's I'm, the decision there. Your position is entirely respectable and shit, yeah. right? Because this is generally how we do this in society. Of, Okay, all the campaigning for equality, all the progressive organizations, right? And, you know, university departments and everything and uh, people in the media who have pushed for this, which it quite clearly is. If we vote yes for gay marriage, all that energy and that agenda, do you think that's just going to go away? Because now that... No, it never now goes that, away. We get equal? diverted into the, the other fucking minority agendas and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, like polygamy. that's what I'm saying. They're all a fight. Like... In terms of the question, they're all another fucking fight, you know what I mean? I was just trying to be nice on the individual level again and just be like, yeah, you should be able to have your happiness. But one of the weirdest parts about it, like you said, it was a fringe issue before. And most of the people that were gay were gay because they're fucking trailblazing in their own way, you know what I mean? I'm not saying that all gay dudes are trailblazers, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, that to be able to go different to the norm and then express yourself in these ways openly and shit and sometimes back then like when it's really oppressed and shit like they're not the type of people that would want to get married and shit no see this is like why the gay club scene was all about meth and sex and shit you know well this is i mean now you're <laughs> now you're just being a big <laughs> you, you know what i mean though like that that fucking promiscuous like you know like dangerous shit it's way more about... seems more what it was about than getting mm. married and getting fucking coffee machines and... Which, you know... Little le- fucking dogs and shit. Which you know? leads you to assume that just this push is just generally a cultural Marxist agenda to subvert the kind of nuclear family and everything, right? Yeah, and shrink your <laughs> balls even further. I'm joking, yeah. I'm joking a little bit about that, but I, <laughs> it's hard because they have us over a barrel and most people support... I wasn't joking about the shrunken balls. <laughs> most people support yes and, you know, I've, you know, I can see the case for it and stuff, but I'm, I'm actually going to be a cunt and vote against it. I'm not, not from a Christian point of view. Uh, and not from even like a... Okay, and individually like, negative point of view. You're just trying to be a cock blocker. Um, no, I'm not trying to be a cock blocker. I mean, who was... <laughs> I didn't even mean it like that. That's cool. <laughs> 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 um, well, William William F. Buckley once said that the meaning of a conservative is to stand athwart the kind of a the stand astride history, yelling stop. And I won't pretend that it's particularly noble or anything like that. But you know, you know what? I think that fucking heterosexual marriage should be privileged that's how our society gets reproduced into the next that's how our civilization even more than just the next generation the civilization when people have solid marriages and kids and can raise them that's when you get stable civilizations oh i've heard that before (laughs) no i agree i I do agree and like it's it's weird that being able to acknowledge what has put every single fucking human here on this earth today, that bond of, you know, a man and a woman. Mm. It's so weird that it's, like, almost becoming taboo to talk about that in that kind of way. It's like, oh, like, well, fuck you, you cis-hetero piece of shit, you know? Like, I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm so... <laughs> and it's like, what? Who, what? Uh, and Did I'll, they grow you in a farm or something? I will admit here a bit of shittiness, like, I'm... You know, I'm not fucking Mr. Moral fucking poster boy and shit. You know, I I don't have kids. I don't... Uh, I'm not married and I've been in a relationship for a while and stuff like that, you know? Um, but, you know, that's sort of how thing, things are in a way. And it's not that I wish any particular ill will for gay couples and stuff like that. But, you know, 
you're not married. Even if it's approved, I'm not going to consider you guys actually married. What are the super um, benefits of being married anyway? For who? Either party. It's just protection to go see your children and stuff, isn't it? There's really? very little these days. If you're in, you get fucking classed into a de facto relationship. Even yeah, if you're at not a certain point, yeah, yeah, even if you're not and stuff. So it's just easier to see if you both have different last names and shit. Then it's harder to see your kids. I've heard. Yeah, in emergency yeah. situations and stuff like that. Yeah. Which I mean, these are they're, yeah, they all it's quite it's trivial little administrative issues. Which to be honest, is the same with you know, gays can still get, you know, a fucking priest, fake priest dressed up as Barney the dinosaur to marry them in a fucking nightclub or whatever the fuck they want to do, and they can still get civil civil unions, which are the same sort of thing. So in a way, they're just the same. And but the whole point is that if they can get it, if you can get it now, the activist types. I'm not saying all gays. But the next bit will be oh, that I kind of get what you're saying. The as next well. bit yeah. will be that they'll say that when if it is legalized and certain churches say, well, it might be legal, but we're not going to do it, they're going to launch court challenges until the churches have to fucking do it. <laughs> do you reckon they're going to do some sneaky move like when you get married and you're gay, it'll have on your marriage certificate like gay marriage, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it'll still be slightly different? You know? like, yeah, uh, I, I, I would like to think so, but I think it's, I think it's more likely that fucking straight marriages are going to start getting classed as gay marriages. <laughs> the way things are fucking going. Well, they've been looking like that on fucking TV sitcoms for about thirty years. So. Yeah, exactly. So um. <laughs> So I don't know. So just think about it when you go into the voting booth. That's all I'm saying. No, it's not. A, it's a not thing. a bad point. I get the sanctity of the, you know, like the how it was created from these religions, and that that's what it is. But at some point in our country, it seems like religion and the government aren't as intertwined as some other countries. No. Which is funny because we're the last Western country to fucking legalize. And marriage is such a weird thing because it's come, it's, it's so obviously a religious like institutions Mm -hmm. thing that's become this like legal document and all this stuff. So it becomes from this legal standpoint from the gay community's point of view, I kind of get that Mm because it's like, we want that same legal right. But like you're saying, it's just like a semantics issue almost. Yeah. And then... But you see it from the Christians' point of view as well, because it's like on, they're kind of taking it from that like, oh, but it's the tradition of it kind of thing. But yeah. it's it's almost like they're talking about two different things. Yeah, I think so. And it's, I don't know, it, it gets painted by the progressive media as if all opposition to it is either one, religious, or B, motivated by hate. Right, which I'm just like. So part of me is just voting no out of spite, like I'm so fucking Brexit or whatever. Um, but well, uh, yours is kind of hate motivated. Yeah. Aren't you trying to keep um, the Tuscan Raiders out or whatever, oh, essentially? It's because I hate myself because I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but no. How is that keeping the Tuscan Raiders out? That, they'd be down with that. They're going to be voting no. There's not going to be too many Muslims voting for gay No, marriage. they'll vote yes, so then they can get the polygamy thing wrong. Yeah, okay, that awkward fucking... I don't know. I don't know what goes on with <laughs> that green Muslim left alliance. I don't know what Oh, I've on. been sucking dicks all week, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and then two weeks later, like, oh, I'll kill all the gay yeah. people. Uh... Yeah, fucking... <laughs> That's what fucking... In the 1979 Iranian Revolution, the fucking Marxist... Just pretend for two weeks. To pretend to be gay. <laughs> the, the, leftists, the leftists were like, we're going to overthrow the Shah. We'll, we'll, like, we'll use the fundamentalists to fucking... We'll use them as a pawn to get our thing in. And then... The fucking the, the actual religious people fucking killed the dumb commies, and that's what's going to be happening to the greens here, probably. So yeah, that's the that's the scariest the scariest fucking outcome that you could see down the track. What? Oh, it, just getting fucking eaten up somehow. Oh, actually eaten by by another country or something. Yeah. Oh, I think it meant literally and shit. I've been reading too many weird subreddits, but uh, too much uh, World War Three shit. Yeah. Oh, at least we might not have gay marriage then, but. They've got demographic problems of their own and everything, but... Or at least some new bath salts. <laughs> hey, I heard the other day, there's apparently there's a policy now with regards to autism vaccines. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're keeping on some light topics tonight for all, for all our <laughs> listeners, light fluffy topics. Um, but the new fucking policy is saying that, uh, you know, kids at school, they can't... I think you have to, you know, they're not going to allow welfare money or whatever to go, or something like that, if parents don't get their kids vaccinated. And I swear, it was called on the radio, no jab, no play. And, you know, in primary school, did you have no hat, no play at yeah. recess? And 
Talk about a fucking nanny state calling yeah. it no jab, no play. Like, fuck you. I'm not going to give my kid autism just because you want it. Like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and fuck, if all the other kids got vaccinated anyway, shouldn't that little sick kid not be affecting your kids anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Touche, motherfucker. Exactly. Otherwise, the vaccines will just get overused and shit, right? Yeah. Oh, and start making them with like, you know, nice stuff. Instead of, like, arsenic and shit. Put a bit of testosterone in there, fuck. Mm. Um, <laughs> good news, though. Apparently, the Australian mosquito doesn't carry Zika. It's incapable of carrying Zika. And also, I didn't know this, but if you're not pregnant, and maybe even past the first trimester, it gives you, like, quite a bad fever and a flu, but it's like, ah, oh, not that bad. It's mainly just if you're in your first trimester, it gives your head, kid this tiny fucking head and stuff. Crazy, huh? Fuck yeah. Oh, after um, after the coffee wedding, mm. I was coming back at uh, oh no, that was might have been on the way, and I was like super super baked off Green Dragon, I don't know. Sure. And this taxi driver, I was probably engaging in the conversation quite hard because I was mm. pretty fucking stoned, and um, he was saying all this hectic shit about his life and stuff, and like this kind of nice. I think he was Indian. And for ages he was talking to me, and then after a while he's like, "I'm not Muslim, bro." <laughs> oh, really? And I'm like, "Yeah, I, I didn't think you were." <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, it's it was fucking weird. And then when we were talking about this shit, he's like, "Um, talking about this cheating cheating girlfriend he had or something, and then how it all worked out because the wife he's got's way better and stuff." And all right. and I was like, "Yeah, that's all cool." And then he was asking me in this in this weird way, like, "So, uh." Would you cheat, man? Like, 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 would you do it and all the shit? And I'm like, oh, I, don't know. I would like, and I, t- I told him, right? Yeah. Like, I would, I would have sex with like multiple girls or whatever, but I'd be honest and open with my girlfriend about it. Like, we'd do it together. Like, I wouldn't break up anyone's relationship on purpose. Hmm. And then he was like, oh, oh, cool, man, cool, and shook my hand. Shook your hand. <laughs> Sounds like a cuck looking for a bull to me. I fucking, yeah, I, re- I reversed it on him so good. <laughs> Fuck, sorry, I'm just trying to work out what to make of that. Like, I was so high that I just, I was like, oh, I'm going to practice saying what I want to be like. <laughs> like, you know, like now, like kind of thing, like, I'm going to get in this, this fucking zone and be like, what I want to be like right now this instead cab of just driver, saying this yeah, gay shit to this you. Cab driver's my vision board. <laughs> Like, I would bang multiple girls or whatever, but I'd, like, let my girlfriend know about it. You know, we'd, we'd do it together. <laughs> I wouldn't break up anyone's relationship on purpose. <laughs> Speaking of cab drivers, my, fucking go- loved it. My, cab dri- uh, my girlfriend got one the other day and said that uh, I'm from work, and he was talking for, like, a little bit. And she was like, do you have a commerce degree? And sort of guessed, because... And I'm like, what the fuck? How did you, how did you guess that and stuff? And... She was like, oh, yeah, because he started talking about the industry and, like, fucking, you know, like, having plates and, like, what Uber's doing and shit. But actually talking about it in a vaguely sensible way and, like, not blaming, like, the government or anything like that. <laughs> and she's like, wow, that that's pretty rare for a cab driver. You know, like, normally, ah, when they're complaining, it's always the fault of this and that person. <laughs> and just because he could adequately sort of explain it. She goes, he had a commerce degree and he did have a Fijian commerce degree. So that's pretty <laughs> cool. So props to you. <laughs> Oh, just touching back on the other episode about I was sort of being a bit braggadocious about putting on a few kilos, right? Mm. I think I'm up to about I'm in between five and six kilos now, so it's only a kilo a week or so. But You're only five or six kilos. That's a bit underweight. He- heavier oh, heavy than when I started okay, exercising. Right. Um, but I kind of left out a few bits, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so, fuck. When I'm doing that shit, we sort of went through the. I'm exercising and it's mixed and all this shit. But basically, I take all these fucking vitamins and supplements and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And that might have, like, some sort of influence on on the um, testosterone and, like, you know, putting on extra weight and all that sure. kind of shit as well. And even being motivated to actually work out mm-hmm. slash jerk off three times a day. Uh, maybe you should... No, I'm not... A, you know, you don't have to. Yeah, but maybe, maybe you shouldn't. It just gets you that good motivation. And then when I was talking to my mate... Um, Wait, jerking off gives you the motivation or what? <laughs> the, the exercise and, right. 
and the vitamins give you, give the, you the motivation, motivation to, to jerk, jerk off. off yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've I've got a reader question here for you. Yeah. Yeah, if you want. Uh, this is from Jeremy, and Jeremy's from Queensland. And just let me bring up his question. I've got it here somewhere. Um, you know, we do get some in the time. If you want to email us, send it to conesanddoe at gmail.com. Cones with yeah. a Z. Um, he says, oh, hey guys, love the show. Um, uh, yesterday I've been in school talking and passively forcing Terrence while I had my alone time. While I was talking with him, I noticed faint whispers. At first it sounded more than just one person. And then it became whispers from just one person, but I still couldn't tell what the voice was saying. So today I was showering and talking to Terence, and when I was done, I think I accidentally parroted him, like made him into asking me about a topic we were talking about. I assumed it was parroting, but it was still weird, because I keep my mind closed off to parroting until I get a sentence out of Terence. I'm very open-minded about it, though. Anyway, I'm not quite sure what is happening. Is this a good thing? Is parroting the sketchy term for something? Oh, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's, was Terence parroting, do you think, or not? What's parroting? Like, trying to, is it like peacocking? <laughs> <laughs> this is from, <laughs> uh, I'm giving away the behind the scenes, but this is actually from a subreddit called slash Tulpa. I had to look it up. I'd never heard of it. Tulpa is a concept in mysticism of a being or object which is created through sheer spiritual or mental discipline alone. Indian Buddhist texts call it unreal, illusory, or mind-created apparition. So the whole subreddit is basically people on the verge of like serious mental illness writing these things and sort of indulging and enabling each other about it and stuff. Like people actually were replying to it like... Duh, 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 duh. This might be why I'm in such a sort of asshole asshole mood today. But what do you th what do you think you should do? What do you think Jeremy should do? Mm, probably a super long toke of some pretty good dimethyltryptamine. Yeah. What else do you think? Maybe some hot yoga. What is hot? I've been hearing I've been hearing the word phrase hot yoga heaps recently. Is it just like with the heat turned up doing yeah. yeah. Sweating so much, looking at people's sweaty ass cracks and shit. Yeah. You'd have to assume that okay. Just smelling the aura. Hmm. But this is I don't know. This is obviously the consequence of this atomized kind of I know, he doesn't want to be parroting, but yeah, he didn't That's good. So he's still yeah, he's, he's He wasn't really parroting, but the fact yeah. that he's concerned about parroting probably means that he does need some sort of eye opening experience. Yeah. Eye opening experience, yeah. Basically. I mean, it's schizophrenia, I guess, from what I can tell, basically, right? Yeah. I I started to think towards the end of it that maybe the guy wasn't there. But that's what's crazy about <laughs> about the internet. Previously it would be like just with your family on this and that. You go on, the, the, the subreddits, they have a fucking crazy dude. Getting enabled by the fucking lunatics online, yeah. Yeah, uh, Reddit, cool. Reddit hashtag self-harm pics. Cool. <laughs> um, and yeah, so we're all doomed, I suppose. And that's the Cones and Doe show. <laughs> hey, when Christine Arnoux sung that song, My Island Home, I've been thinking about this for like 15, 20 years. Is she referring to, like, maybe one of the Torres Strait Islands she came from or, like, Australia broadly as an island? Drives me crazy. I think the the former. Like an actual sort of specific little sort of tropical island or whatever. I believe so, but... Yeah. but... Maybe we just co-opted it into a fucking big... Like, yeah, it's Australia. <laughs> <laughs> just like everything else. It's always about fucking Australia. Fucking humans, mate. Fucking humans. We're doomed. <laughs> so everybody out there, um, everybody out there, get together, try and love one another right now. Uh, stay woke. Stay away from the oxies. Um, oh, I went a full day without. Oh, this. Oh, I shouldn't have sounded so excited because it's going to make me sound sort of like a cunt. But for quite some time, let's just say I went the first full day, like twenty-four hours, without having a cigarette or whatever. So it was pretty good. So I'm going to try and up that to two days this week. Fuck yeah. Didn't do any exercise, but, you know, I'm still pretty proud of doing that. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I don't know. Maybe with a full-time job, I wouldn't want to be exercising so much because I'd just be like, ah, just like, yeah. 
I'm banging mean, my dick against the underside of the table at the desk, you know. <laughs> that's why, you know, they've got those holes where they, the cords come through for the monitor and shit. Um, yeah, well, you know. i got to go to the gym. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm going to be allowed back, though. Yeah, that's true. Fuck, cones and dough. The wage cock and that alpha. Shit. <laughs> You're, li- you're living the millennial dream, dude. The alpha bum. I mean, you know. The alpha fucking... Hate- I'm like basically the, the alpha cuck, yeah. Mm. <laughs> like, like, I wanted to go and put myself on a pedestal, but no, it's like I'm the... As they were saying that waiting movie, I'm the smartest kid with Down syndrome. Fuck. It's quite the award, you know. I mean, you know, it is hard... You know, I am a bit envious of that all that time and you being able to fucking work out and, like... I don't say it lightly because it's hard for males to express vulnerability, but I sort of have this vision, concept of you in in my head. You know, maybe hero is not too a strong word, but more like a cross between, say, Nelson Mandela and Dan Bilzerian. (laughs) So, you know, it's been been an honour. It fucks me up a little bit recently. Sorry, just to hang on for a second. Um pre pre workout and shit has it's the biggest bitch or whatever because mm. I do have that free time it's like oh, committing to this fucking two hour workout sure. I think it's such a piece of shit sometimes mm. so I watch like these um I found the Tom Platts video from like I don't know I think it's from the nineties was he the and, guy who was in one of the Arnie things or whatever Tom Platts uh, Tom, yeah yeah, yeah right, he was in the comeback yeah he's a blonde guy right yeah, I, know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, like, yeah. I liked him yeah, yeah it's sick kind of like mm. so uh, like fucking yeah philosophical but yeah. tragic sort of in a way too yeah totally yeah. okay so, yeah I and it. i was watching his personal video of just him like doing these workouts at some mm. shitty gym in like sure. westminster or something in the uk with a training partner mm-hmm. and it's just like because i was a kid back then as well it's just got that vibe of that particular time and yeah. like queen is playing on the yeah. fucking thing while they're working out and stuff and it's just like ah. Oh. And it, it just puts me in quite a good place before I work out, but it's still such a bitch trying to psych up to do it. But you sort of got to watch those sort of dudes so that then when you're working out, you end up making fucked up, fucked up noises that scare your neighbors or make them think that you're just jerking off again. Yeah, there's other outlets for doing that. Jerking off with um, metal or something though. Oh. Like, ching, ching. <laughs> there's other outlets that don't involve either jerking off or fucking pumping iron. <laughs> <laughs> And they all lead to greatness. Yep. So just keep on doing what you're doing and do it well. I don't know. That's how we got here. I don't know. Whatever. I'm a fucking hypocrite. What? Oh, just like, you know, this like, if it feels good, do it, man. No, keep on doing what you're doing and do it well. Oh, do it well. And then when you master it, you get the insight. Hmm. That's, That's one of the things when you're like, when you get real insight in any one thing, it becomes transferable to the rest of your fucking life. That's yeah, the one yeah. thing you can take from so many people that become great at something. Mm. And it's like, well, fuck. you got to focus on something. Mm. I think I'm talking to myself again. No, no, oh, no. I know, shit. no I, know, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> no, no, I need to focus on something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you meant you lost it now, but yeah, that's why. You know, yeah, most deaf's a pretty good actor and shit. Um, you could transfer his abilities right there. What's your... um? Oh, I mean, what's your track tonight? Oh, just an insane track for an insane podcast. This is from a long, long, long time ago. It first started fucking around at the Big Sog Studio. It was very of the time. Uh, it, it features lyrics by Noam Chomsky, uh, riffs stolen from Iron Maiden. It's called "Bleeding Through the Dying Shadows of November's Ashes." Fuck yeah, Doctor Sweetberry. Stay alive, dog. Fuck. Oh, Michael Toucher. Vote no. Trump.